You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique Alvarez-Cleary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back in. We were just part of a class. We are back here on the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico back with you. Okay, so... Learned us some knowledge. In response to Sam's question, talking about scheme and talking about how long it takes to instill a, you know, a certain scheme or identity within an NFL franchise... Um, we, we, like like Rigo said, we we just had about a seven minute conversation with DP over the break. Um, it was wonderful, and we're not going to do it any justice. Yeah, we're going to try our best here. Uh, basically, when at, and to put everything into a nutshell, right? If you don't do stupid things, it allows you to do really really good things. Yes. I mean, and that's, that's pretty much it. And you guys are going to get mad at us because that's how ba- that's how basic it sounds. But part of it with Jimmy Garoppolo, for example, is through New New England under Bill, a guy like Bill Belichick. Mike Tomlin is in the same kind of category as well. Under those two guys, and there's some other coaches, I'm sure, but they t- eliminate any of the stupid or dumb things that you could do as a. Or, or as a as a young quarterback, you eliminate the mistakes so, to to build but, upon what you have. So then Jimmy Garoppolo goes from a place like New England to San Francisco, where you have Kyle Shanahan and you have pretty good amount of talent around you. When Jimmy Garoppolo got there, obviously, like Brandon Ayuk kind of came into his own last season. Debo Samuel had the whole like two way running back wide receiver kind of thing, um, and and San Francisco is a lot cuter and they do a lot more. Um, more, much more complicated plays maybe than than New England does, right? Whether it's guys in motion or you know this, you know what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. And they didn't have Christian McCaffrey at the time, but they had a solid offensive line. They had a good defense, and they didn't make a whole lot of mistakes. And that's just Jimmy Garoppolo, because luckily for the 49ers, Jimmy Garoppolo was able to come from a place like from Bill Belichick and under Tom Brady, where. If you, you you didn't play if you were doing dumb mistakes. If you make dumb mistake after dumb mistake, Bill Belichick takes that out real quick. Mm-hmm. So there's benefit for the 49ers specifically because now they've started transitioning where they have a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo where maybe the stats don't jump off the page, but you're not making dumb mistakes and you're not asking your quarterback to be yeah. Superman. He's not, the, and this is something that's been said about Jimmy Garoppolo for quite a while now, is he's not going to win you a game but he's not going to lose you a game he's going to get the Mm -hmm. ball to the players who will have a much bigger impact than he's going to get the ball to the playmakers is what he's going to do he's going to get the ball to Kittle he's going to get the ball to Ayuk he's going to get the ball to uh, now uh, Christian McCaffrey he's going to get the ball to the playmakers who will then make plays and and you know keep things you know pretty simple to win those games and so then going back to the other part of Sam's question in the previous segment and Sam, thanks again for the phone call. 402-464-5685. Talking about Trey Lance and kind of his future or or any and now Brock Purdy's in that conversation through a couple games. Trey Lance, Rico and I were talking during the break. Trey Lance and San Francisco 
operated the way that you're told to operate. Start to slowly introduce those guys to the NFL game. And if you remember back to last season, Mm -hmm. they had special packages. They had special plays, especially near the goal line where Trey Lance would come in and then you provided some more, much more of a mobile quarterback option um, it, near the goal line if you were San Francisco. And if you think it about is, the it is rookie Lance, season. Yeah, if you think about the Trey Lance experience, I I hesitate to call it a failure because he didn't play last year. He, mm-hmm. Like you just said, he had packages where he would come in, but he didn't he didn't start the game and, and go all yeah. the way through and all that. And this year, he played in two games and got hurt in the second game. I'm not going to call... Trey Lance in the NFL a failure just yet. I do think that he might have been taken a little Excuse bit me. too high in the limited amount of college games that he is he was able to put on tape. Um, but I I still think that he needs a chance to you know showcase himself and show what he can do in the NFL because right now he's not getting a fair shake. He didn't get to play his first year, his second year he got hurt, mm-hmm. and now he might get bypassed by Brock Purdy. But that's what's crazy about the NFL, Rico. I mean, we we know this, but right? Not, not for, for long. long, right? Jay talks about it all the time. And where you look at a guy like Trey Lance here, and, and yes, he might have been taken too early. You have to remember that he sat out his last season. It was the COVID year. He played um, one game. Played one game, the first game and of the season. Was not good. Not a good game, but then he sat out the rest of the year. Was still a top five pick, right? Third overall, I believe, to Something the 49ers. Like and... But now that's the luxury that San Francisco has, since we talked about, with all the talent around them and with what they preach and how they operate on a day-to-day basis, on, and, and on Sundays, I suppose, is that a guy like Brock Purdy, who has a good football mind mm-hmm. and a good enough um, talent, is a good enough talent, right? He's able to make something happen, especially when you have a guy like Christian McCaffrey, a healthy Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, a guy like George Kittle, um, who's becoming Brock Purdy's favorite target, and then Ayuk, should be Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Honestly, on the George edge. Kittle on anybody's team should yeah. be your the quarterback's so, favorite target. Th- that's what's interesting though, because now going forward, it's not Trey Lance or bust. It's not oh, if, if it's not Trey Lance, if it's not this guy that we've now invested in, we won't win games. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. It's we can win games with Trey Lance. We can win games with Brock Purdy. We can win games with Jimmy Garoppolo. It's Why can't lux- we go out and win games with Mac Jones? Yeah. Why can't we go out and win games with a 46-year-old Tom Brady next it's season? It's a luxury, but it's also a detriment because then you need to figure out who you're going to invest in. Yeah. You're because right, because you, at some point you have to have a little bit of have, stability. You're going to have to make a decision at some point, and you better make the right decision. Yeah, that's, and that's the that's the problem at having you know possibly three quarterbacks who can run yep. your system to a point at, at where you're winning games at a high enough level to make the playoffs. Well, and now looking forward or looking ahead, obviously evaluating the draft classes coming up, mm-hmm. I mean, you wonder where is... Trey Lance's value on the trade market right now, or where is Jimmy Garoppolo's value? I, I'm Trey not sure of his. Pre- his but Trey Lance is pretty much a rookie. He's so I know he, raw. Has, he has two years in the NFL. Yes. He knows how to practice. He knows how to do all this stuff. You know all of that stuff. So he's he's got that leg up on rookies. But in terms of playing times, in terms of in in terms of playing time, and in terms of of tape that you have in the NFL against you know the talent that you're going to be facing week in and week out. He's pretty much a rookie. He doesn't yeah. have much on tape. He, again, he has two games that he started in the NFL. The first one was the first game of the season against Chicago where they lost 19-10, to and he didn't have the greatest showing. And then the second game was he started against Seattle, and he was 2-3 of three before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to kind of see going forward. I... I don't know if I if I'm envious or jealous of the position that the 49ers front office is in because you have to decide whether or not you 
hitch your trailer to Brock Purdy, who if you, you don't know if if this is a sustainable kind of performance, is this just or a, you don't a you flash you're, in a you're coming off of Trey or you're going into Trey Lance, you're going to commit to Trey Lance, who is still on his rookie deal mm-hmm. and has played two games and then just pieces of games in his rookie year with you guys. Brock Purdy's on a better rookie deal, or well, obviously. <laughs> Or you bring, or you keep, you know, you hit your hit your wagon to Jimmy Garoppolo, a guy who's been there, done that for you, exactly, year in and year out. But, but again, it's one of the things it's that I Jimmy just said. Garoppolo. He's not going to win you a game. Mm-hmm. He's not going to win you the Super Bowl. Now you have to. You, the thing is, you have to make sure that you understand what I'm. It's it's. He's not going to make that spectacular play. He's not a like Patrick a Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes or a Josh Allen or a yep. or a even a Joe Burrow at some points or a Lamar Jackson especially. That's going to you're going to look back and be like, this is the play that won the game. Although he did have that overthrow that definitely could have won them a game. That's right against Kansas City. Against he's not Kansas going City. to win you the game, but he's going to do enough and keep you in the game long enough where he won't lose well, you the game until he can get the ball. To a George Kittle, to a Bradley Ayuk or a, a Brandon Ayuk, and they'll win the game for you by making you know two people miss and getting. In I the think end zone what's what, first down. A better way to even categorize it this way, Rico, is that he won't lose you a game to because of stupid mistakes. Mm-hmm. He he's going the way he's going to keep you in the game is by not turning over the football mm-hmm. and just running the offense, just orchestrating the offense. As much as people might hate it, he's not going to take an unnecessary chance. Yeah. If he sees, and and it's kind of what DP was talking about, is you take positive yards and you can get them. Mm-hmm. Take the check down. Yeah, so it's you don't have to force with a guy like Christian McCaffrey. You now. don't you don't have to force it down the field to a guy streaking down the field or a guy you know running a slant, but there's you know a linebacker in the window and you got to you know loft it above his head mm-hmm. just to get it above his hands and get it into the receiver's hands. If the running back is 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 you know a couple yard like a yard uh, forward of the line of scrimmage. Dump it off to him. Let him get another two yards. Let him get three yards. Stay mm-hmm. ahead of the chains. Stay ahead of schedule, and keep the ball moving down the field. You don't. A, a big play doesn't have to happen every time. So, uh, somebody says on the text line, Waterboy four zero two four six four five six eight five says, I don't understand why Ayuk's name is coming up more than Debo. I just LOL. keep forgetting. We just keep. We just keep saying Ayuk. Ayuk it's is not- funner to say. It's more fun to say. More fun. Hello, funner. No, it's not funner. It's more fun. It's more fun I to know. say. I messed up. More enjoyable to it's say. It's more fun to say. Um, but yeah, no, Debo. Debo De- is cool, though. Debo is pretty sweet. Debo Samuel. I don't know. Debo has... Ayuk. There's less... I want to be I want to be careful. I say this. Careful. Less pizzazz around Debo Samuel this year. It's because he's not playing wide, wide receiver back. and... Yeah, he's, he's not, not wide back. He's not the Duck R. He's just a wide receiver now. He's still but, a really but, good wide but, receiver. But Debo back at the Duck R. But I think... In terms of, of how they're running things, I think Debo, and this is not a slight, I think Debo's the number two receiver. Behind? Ayuk. Statistically, he's not. No? Statistically, he's number one. But in terms of targets and receptions and all that. Yeah. But you have to understand, it was Jimmy Garoppolo for the majority of the season, not Brock Purdy, not Trey Lance either. So, all right, let's go. I like Debo break. more than Ayuk, though. Um, update from the military bowl between the Duke, you, Waterboy. Duke Blue Devils. And Duke Blue Devils and the Gus Malzahn led UCF Knights, Golden Knights. Forget about Gus. Seven to seven. Yeah, shout out to Gus Malzahn. Forget found, about Gus. Found a nice little nesting spot in uh, Central Florida. Nesting spot. That's a good Cult- one. Cultivate the talent, That's as AD good. says. That's spread good. the seed, cultivate the talent. Mm, nope, too far. So, all right. Waterboy says, Rico, you're crazy. I know. 
Thank you. And we're about to take a break. Husker basketball sold out tomorrow night against Iowa. Yes, sir. Husker women's hoops has a game against top 15 Michigan Wolverines tonight as well. We'll kind of talk about those two things. Um, more specifically, men's basketball, especially because I was not expecting a sellout. I don't think and anybody sell, was. Sellout doesn't necessarily mean butts and seats. Exactly. All the tickets are sold, but tickets are sold. So that's something to kind of hang your hat on if you're a Husker fan, um, especially if you're Fred Hoiberg, because maybe there's a product, and this is kind of what we talked about after the Creighton game, this might be a product now that fans are Wanting excited to, to cheer for. They enjoy cheering for it. It is fun. Let's talk about it coming up next. Uh, we'll see. Strick it should have gotten done with his workout about eight minutes ago. I think if, so. If he's still alive. If he's still breathing, we'll see. Um, we'll find out, but we'll bring in Nathan Brennan for sure for the crossover coming up next on the Happy Hour. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store to stay in touch and listen all day long wherever you are. More of the Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.